0: Beautiful people, this is Jeremiah Latimo, your host, and this is Gates of Perception. The the totality of the universe is just perception. And uh, it's how we perceive things. And uh, there are no facts, only interpretations. Uh, The the psychical events are facts, are realities. And when you observe the stream of images within, You observe an aspect of the world, of the world within. And so, you see, the man who is going by the external world, by the influences of the external world, say, society or perceptions, sense perceptions, thinks that he he is more valid. Don't relate yourself to any person, anything, any idea. This is episode four. Thank you. Thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you for co creating this moment with me. You could have been anywhere in the world. You could have been doing anything, um, been with anyone, but you're here in this moment with me. And I really just want to say thank you and to show my gratitude. And I really, really appreciate that. So, this episode is more so about what feels good and versus what feels true. Are they both aligned? Are they the same thing or are they two different opposing forces and feelings and emotions inside of us? So we're going to get to the root of what determines what feels good and what determines what's true based on our own experience, right? And what could what forces create what feels true and what feels good not to be like the same thing. So when we have choices, right, we have to make and we're, we're asking ourselves like, wow, what really feels good in this moment? And sometimes what we're choosing that feels good isn't always aligned with what's true in the moment or what's currently happening in our lives, right? So if I am, for example, if I'm coming out of a relationship right and i just dated this girl for four years and i encounter another girl while i'm out with one of my friends and she she's amazing right she has all the qualities in a woman that i want and we hit it off we have amazing chemistry two weeks later we're on date number five i check in with myself and say do i move forward with this woman do i still engaged do we set up another date does she come by my house does she get to meet my family everything inside of me is telling me like yeah that feels amazing yeah that feels good you know keep keep pursuing that see where it goes but inside of me what feels true when i ask myself what's true about what's happening here what's true doesn't what's true doesn't even look like what feels good what's true is that i just came out of a relationship that I'm still recovering from that. I haven't fully closed the door on that relationship. I haven't even fully recovered from what happened in that relationship. And I know within myself, I need to take time to process that relationship, completely feel what happened, both the good and the bad, and then completely let it go. And then I can move forward into having another person in my life that deeply intimate, right? So seeing how, yo, what feels good doesn't even look like what's true because me making a decision on based on what, what's true is me completely minimizing my moments of intimacy with this girl, how often I talk to her, how often we get together and that versus what feels good is me staying in what we're doing. Right continuing to pursue that. So just an example, but oftentimes what feels good is a mixture, right? A mixture of so many, so many different things that it could be us just avoiding things, right? And that could also make us feel good because we're staying in what's comfortable. Staying in our comfort zones does feel good to us, right? Our body says, this is what I've always known. So it feels good to me, right? but something else is always telling us that no this is not the way things should be you know we should move out our comfort zones we should approach change so that's what truth feels like truth feels like change truth feels like transformation it's inviting us into transformation it's inviting us to be courageous it's inviting us to be brave it's inviting us to activate Right, our courage, our courageous hearts, and to prioritize what's true here, to look at everything and say, Well, what's really true for me? What is my highest truth? And if I move into what feels good, I could go down a path, I could go spiraling in a direction that's no longer aligned with my highest truth. So, in those moments, we really have to be brave and say, Forget everything, forget all the responsibilities, forget my judgments about this decision, but I need to make a decision based on what I know is true, right? Not based on what I know is, it feels good right now in this moment. Having that discernment, right? Is, it comes down to discernment. Can we even discern between the two? And when can we get to a point where both of them actually are are one and the same? We have a given inner compass, right? We, we've been given a compass and that's our emotional body it lets us know what feels good and versus what feels bad so me as a child thinking about harming somebody felt horrible versus me thinking about giving my classmate a hug felt amazing so even as a child i had this built-in gps that told me where my values were who i was and if i continue to follow you know, what feels most joyful and what feels most blissful to me, I'll continue to move in a path that's most aligned with like my soul's plan here for me, right? So, hey, continue to follow what feels good. Okay, great. Um, Okay, music feels good. Keep doing music. Art feels good. Keep doing art. Writing feels great. Keep writing. So there has to be a moment of honesty, of radical honesty with ourselves and realize that Hey, I have this internal GPS system that's been given to me, but throughout my life from age zero to where I'm at now, I've gone through a series of experiences that have seemed to clog or fog my GPS system, my clarity on what's really true and what feels good for me. Right? So now we have to go through a moment of that, that moment of honesty and say, damn, I can't really trust myself because I can't discern between what feels good and what's actually true here. So I need to take a step back. I need to take a step back from the world and look at myself and remove all of these things that have made this possible for me not to know what feels good and what feels true or for these things not even to be the same feeling. So now I have to stop. I have to take a break from the world and really check in with myself and is it these experiences that I've had that now tell me this feels good, right? So if we come from a a home where we were verbally abused or our parents said certain things to us or we didn't have a degree of love that we felt we needed or we were always misunderstood, that's the home we came from. So now that has become home for us. That feeling has become home. So whenever we're in relationships, we're in a work environment, we're with people, we are looking for that feeling of home. Like, oh, I'm, I am misunderstood. Damn, fuck. But internally, it's like, oh, I'm home. Like on, on an unconscious level, we have a sigh of relief and we're saying we're home. Oh, I'm home. I am misunderstood. There's some verbal abuse here. <sighs> Everything's good. Checking things off. Perfect. I'm good. And then when we approach things that are we're understood, where we're valued, where we're seen, those things feel completely alien to us, even though they are what we want. But we're not working with the unconscious. We're not seeing that home is chaos for us. We're not seeing that. So we're if we're following what feels good, based on that logic, we're only going to follow more chaos. We're only going to follow what those feelings of being misunderstood are, right? If that's in our relationship, if that's in our job, or if that's with ourselves or whatever. Now we have to go through a series of inquiries, meditations, practice with ourselves of rewriting what felt good, what feels good, right? To what always feels true. So me being loved, me being seen, me being heard, is what's true for me, but I know it's not what feels good for me. Right. It feels like a momentary thing. It doesn't feel like a home frequency. It doesn't feel like, ah, this is what, how things should be. It feels like these are, this is how things sometimes are. Right. So now I'm, now I have to dissolve the experiences, the stories I've told myself, and the beliefs I've subscribed to that have created this difference between the feeling good and the feeling of what's true. So, so there's so many, so many, um, variables, right? So many forces that are leading us into a certain direction at all times. So we're dealing with the world. The world is telling us that choose what's safe. You know, choose what's safe. Don't, don't be a, don't be a don't be an artist, don't be a creative, be a doctor, be a lawyer. So we have that force kind of leaning us into certain decisions, right? Not to be an entrepreneur, not to bet on ourselves. And then we have all of these other forces inside that are always, always leaning us into our comfort zones. We really have to have that moment of pausing and really having discernment. And saying, like, what what direction am I taking myself? Because this is obviously the direction that doesn't lead or doesn't align with my highest truth here. And seeing that sometimes we're given choices, you know, and when we're given choices, that's when we have these moments of like, okay, what's true here? What feels good? What feels good? And we usually go with what feels good. But seeing that when we have a choice to be made. When there's two, we're already in conflict with ourselves. Because now something inside of us is saying, no, this way. And the other part of ourselves is saying, no, this way. A choice from that space can only lead into more confusion. Because when we know who we are, we don't have choices. We don't, we're not really presented choices like that. We just make decisions. So decisions are very singular. They're very direct. So when when we're driving home, we don't ever think of, is that the right turn to make? Oh man, I passed the exit. Or dang, am I going the right way? We never have that moment of choosing because we know exactly where we're going. We know exactly who we are. We know, we know, right? That knowing never wavers when we're driving. Even if we miss the exit, we know that, okay, if I go through here, if I go through that street, if I go through this street, I, I'll, I'll be back on track to make it home. So seeing how clarity, when we are clear with who we are, clear about where we're going, there's never a moment of choosing ever present. So when there's a moment of choosing, we don't know where we're going. Making decisions from that place only leads us into more confusion, right? Because we only look at the map, really. We only set directions. We only get worried if we miss the exit when we don't know where we're going, when we're in a new place, when we're in a new environment. But when we're going home, we don't even think about any of these things. We check in with ourselves and it's like, okay, like, all right, I I don't know where I'm going. I don't know what to do here. I, I don't know what the next step looks like, right? So we we have that moment of honesty with ourselves, but we we also look and invite a guidance that does know, because we're in the we're in the we're in the forest, right? We're we're deep inside the valley, but there is a forest and a presence that is seeing everything from a bird's eye view, so it can see all the pathways that lead us back home. It can see how deep that forest goes it can see all of the ditches all of the all of the left turns that we need to make to get back on track it has that grand view of everything in that moment we have to surrender what we think we know and invite in a presence a force that is always with us to guide us now it's like okay I really don't know where I'm going, but you're right. Like when we're we're driving, we don't try to figure out where we're going. If we're in a city that we've never been in, we invite the GPS system. We invite Apple Maps and say, hey, help me get here. You know what I'm saying? Help me get to my friend's house. So the same thing can happen when we're unsure of who we are and where we're going. We can invite a presence that does know. That it's always been clear about our our path and where we're going. Having that moment of humility and surrender and saying, hey, I don't know what to do here and I don't know where I'm going, but I know you do. Can you please guide me? What's my next step? What does my next step look like? Can you reveal that to me? And when we invite this presence to guide us, we can't. We can't look for safety because oftentimes what's true doesn't feel safe, doesn't feel comfortable. We also need to know that when we invite this presence, we invite this guidance that much of the decisions that we're going to make do not look or mirror anything like we've done before. They look alien to what, we've, what we're coming from. And that's okay. But those decisions that we make that do look alien to where we're coming from shouldn't signal to us that we're going the wrong way. It should signal to us that we're going in a path that we we're going in a direction that we've never approached, that maybe we've always shied away from. And and asking ourselves and inviting curiosity and saying, well, let's see where this takes us, right? Allowing our curiosity to start overriding our fear about where we're going and saying like well where are we going right just like a kid and saying well I've never been here before rather than oh I've never been here before right there's there's two levels of feeling between each other right okay I'm curious about what's happening here and I'm really excited or we can choose to be really fearful about this unknown space or we can choose to be curious and excited about it so and that really helps us go into it fully not dip our toes in the water and say, ooh, this is cold, I'm stepping back out, but fully emerge ourselves in it. Anytime we ever go to the pool, all our friends are telling us like, no, dude, just jump in, just jump in. Don't, don't try to dip your feet in because when we dip our feet inside, it only leads us to jump back into the sand or to leave the pool because obviously we're feeling the heat of the sun. But when we emerge ourselves in the water and just jump fully into it, then we start to feel good. Then, then being in the water, being in the cold starts to feel good to us. But it only happens when we fully emerge ourselves in it. Let go of the details. Let go of what it looks like. Let go of where is it taking me. Allow yourself to fully trust. Allow yourself to fully surrender and have faith. Because when we trust Sometimes we're still looking for an external object to reassure us of our decision. So then we have to take it up a notch and say, well, let me move from trust into faith because now faith doesn't rely on external things to to allow itself to be guided. It relies on what it knows it can't see. It relies on what it knows can't be named but somehow still continues to orchestrate the miracle that is our life. Level up when it comes to faith because everything that's happening now is only demanding that we have higher levels of faith. Especially when we're choosing ourselves and we're investing in ourselves, our faith is always going to be tested. Where is our faith? Where do we place our faith? Is it in external things? Is it in the money in our bank? Is it in the security of our job? Is it in the security of these temporary feelings? Or is it in something we can't see that emanates and vibrates throughout the whole universe that has always been with us and has never, never left us. So having that moment to really just really ask ourselves these questions and really invite us into a deeper, deeper moment of truth and a moment of true courage to prioritize truth above all else. And to say, well, this is what's true. And I'm gonna follow that until what's true starts to feel good again. Because what's true isn't gonna feel good when we first make that step. It's gonna feel scary. It's gonna feel hard. It's going to feel difficult. It's going to be different. But the more we immerse ourselves in that, the more we immerse ourselves in that fully, what's different, what's new, starts to become what feels good, starts to become home. Now we can fully trust ourselves again. Now we can fully, now we know we have the discernment because we've allowed ourselves to go through a series of inquiries where we cleared all those things that fogged our perception, colored how we saw the world. Just inviting you into that inquiry with yourself and to really question what's really happening here and what are my highest truths? What are my values? And who am I at the core of who I am? Who am I? And does this choice lead me outside of that? Does this choice send me spiraling in a direction that is not aligned with who I know I am and where I'm going in my life? Thank you. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you for choosing yourself. Thank you for choosing truth. Thank you for being courageous and being brave in moments where everything told you not to, everything told you not to choose yourself. Everything told you not to keep that promise to yourself. So thank you, thank you for keeping those promises to yourself and prioritizing truth no matter what. So thank you so much and I'll see you on the next one. If you are having this conversation with yourself, if you're breaking these things down and really, really, really asking yourselves the tough questions, I hope this served as a confirmation to be courageous, be yourself, and approach the unknown fully. Immerse yourself in it till it becomes known to you, till it becomes home for you. So thank you, thank you so much. I love you and may the lotus in you continue to forever bloom, thank you.